last week when I was in Pittsburgh, a very eventful trip to Pittsburgh, I met a fellow in the car on the way from the airport to the wedding who asked me to do a 10-minute halacha shir on the various bouncing and bowing and things that we do at the end of Shemona Esrei and during Kedusha, all the various gesticulations of the body during, uh, during Shemona Esrei. Because you find when you look around at the end of Shemona Esrei, some people take three tiny steps back. Some people take what looks like six steps back. Some people bow the whole time as they're taking the steps back and just turn their head one way and the other. Other people bow their whole bodies one way and the other. Uh, the bouncing, certainly during Kedusha, you know, some people walk up after the three steps you know, forward and they bounce again. And you know, where, 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 what does the halacha say about all of these things? What is one required to do? What is one not required to do? And where is their machloka? So let's try to cover whatever we can. First, in, in general, bowing in general, Shulchanach Paskins and Simon Kuf Yud Gimel Siv Dalid, Hamespalel Tzarech Sheyichra Ad Sheyispakaku Kol Chulio Shabashidra, that you should bow far enough that the uh, the vertebrae and the spine stick out. That if you weren't wearing a shirt, someone would be able to see the vertebrae and your spine sticking out. V'lo Yichra Be'emtsa Masna V'rosha Yishar Zakuf Elgam Rosha Yachuf that that you shouldn't have. Your head sticking up as you're bowing. Your head should also be bowed in hachnaa. Uh, the Bir Alacha writes right there in Simukov Yud Gimel that the same is true at the bowing you do at the very end of Shemona Esrei. That when you bow at the end of Shemona Esrei to walk away from Hakadosh Baruch Hu, so you know ki ilu to walk away a few steps back to be poter minufnei melech. So you should also bow in a way where you're not all the way bent over, but bent over enough that the uh, vertebrae and the spine stick out. Shulchan Aruch next sif sif hey kuf Yud Gimel sif hey paskins. You shouldn't bow to the point where your mouth is across from your belt. If you're old or sick and bowing is difficult, so then you can just bend your head a little bit. Then you don't need to go through the full bowing process because as long as it's nikershu chafetz lechroa, as long as it's clearly recognizable that you want to bow down. Um, the uh, why is it that you shouldn't bow uh, in a in, in a you know in a very uh, strong, clear, um, <coughs> over the top kind of way? So the Mishmur predictably Sifkat Niralv says yuhara that it looks like uh, you're being religiously arrogant by bowing in a way that is very unusual. At the end of the day, it's a, aside from yuhara, one could could suggest that it's also just not appropriate. Meaning, if you look at the body language that one has during the bowing, it makes sense that you're talking to the Ribbon Shalom. But to just like, you know, touch your head to your knees, like that's not really something you would do when you're talking to, to a melech. To battle a melech is one thing, but you're sitting there, so that seems, uh, it seems inappropriate in terms of the context of what you're trying to do. Now, what do you do at the end of tefillah? So, Shulchan Aruch and Kuvchav Gimel, Sif Aleph writes, so it doesn't just say take three steps back. It says you bow first and you take three steps ba- uh, back while bowing. All in one bow. And once you took the three steps back while you're still bowing, before you stand up again, when you say, you turn your face to the left. 
So that's why, even though most people at the minute they turn their whole body, it sounds from the Shulchan not that way, that you're bowing the whole time, you turn your face one way, your face the other way. And then you forward like an Evidaniftar Mirabo. That's probably the, the end of the Lashon of the Shulchan Aruch sounds like you moved your whole body, because if you're only Panov, you're already Mishtachavilafanov. So it sounded like you're Mishtachavil one way and the other, and then Mishtachavilafanov. So both Minhagim probably have what to rely on. The Ramah writes, and then we say Yiratzon, Sheyibana Besamikdash, etc. Why do we bow as we're taking the steps back? So the Mishaburah points out, it's like an Evid that's uh, excusing himself from in front of his master. And uh, that's, that's, that's why you, you would do it. The Mishaburah says, how do you define Gimel Psios, three steps? So again, you see different people do different things. So the Mishaburah writes in Sifkat and Beis, in Simkot Chav Gimel, Ayin Beis Yosef Kamatayimim, for reasons why we take three steps. And he says the reason that he likes is that which Chazal say, that it's connected to the Zuchus of the Gimel Psios, Sharatz Nebuchadnezzar, L'Kavr Hashem Yisbarach. It's in the Zuchus of the three Psios that Nebuchadnezzar took in honor of Hashem Yisbarach. So Zach Lahach Beis Migdash, through that he was able to destroy the Beis Migdash. So we're Poseya Gimel Psios in the prayer that the Beis Migdash should be rebuilt. And that's why we Dafka say it's Fila, that the Beis Migdash should be rebuilt after we take three steps back. That if it was only destroyed because of Gimel Psios, then Nebuchadnezzar ran to be Mechabi the Rebbe so our Gimel Psios should be as chus to get the base of Mikdash uh, rebuilt again. Um, the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the question again, though, is how exactly do we do the three steps? So the Shulchan Aruch in, in Simon Kovchav Gimel Siv Gimel tells us, Kisha Posea, Oker Regel Smol Tchila. First, left foot first, you pick up your left foot first. V'shir Psios Elul Kalapachos Ukadei Sheyitin Godel B'Tzadekev. How big should the steps be? At least the length of your foot. You should put your left foot behind the the big toe of your left foot should be right behind where the uh, where the where the heel of your right foot is. So when you move your foot back, it should be back one one step. That's what the Shulchan Aruch says. The Ramah adds, don't take giant steps. And again, part of the idea is. Uh, that it's uh, that it might be an issue of uh, URA that you're taking these giant steps is deemed inappropriate, and also the, the Shulchan Aruch passes explicitly if you take more than three, it's also URA. You're not supposed to take more than three steps. Um, the uh, in the Sefer Isha Yisrael he says that Chazanish. So normally the way the Pasha reading of the Shulchan Aruch and the way the way most understand it is that you pick up your left foot, put it right behind where your right foot is, then pick up your right foot, put it right behind. Where your left foot then is, not literally, you know, uh, like you're walking a you know tightrope, but like uh, in, in in terms of even parallel to uh, to to what would be right behind your other foot, and then you move your left foot to be even again with your right foot. That the third step evens the two feet together. Chaznish apparently had the minhag that when he took that third step, he would also put his left foot back behind. His uh, left foot, right foot. His left foot back behind his right foot, and then he would even them out by moving his right foot back again. So it was almost like four steps. But the pashut minug is not that way. The pashut minug is to take three steps back. Now the mishabura uh, says that you should be very careful that the steps should be big enough, that they shouldn't be smaller than that. The big problem that we face is that in most of our shuls there isn't enough room to actually take three steps. The way the benches are situated, 
Over here, maybe we could do, but the way the benches are situated, we usually don't have enough enough space to do. So the Mishmar says, so then go, Litzat uh, small. You should go to the side. Take those three steps off to the side, and uh, that way you'll have more room. Again, if you if you dive in a crowded shul, you're gonna bump into the guy next to you if you do that. So uh, the Mishmar says, okay, b'diavad, b'diavad, b'diavad. You could take uh, you could take even even smaller steps. Mishmar and Sivkat and Gimel and Simon Kuvchav Gimel writes that why is it that uh, that you move your left foot first? He says, "Mistama oker inish kara diyamina beresha lechein oker kan bismol demar ba'atzmo kilu kavir lovely pater mipnei makom." That normally you would move your right foot first when you're running to go somewhere. You pick up your right foot first, but so we want to show that we're not eager to leave Hakadosh Baruch Hu, so we pick up our left foot first. Um, the uh, the the second reason the, the, the that that's offered the Taz in Sivkat and Vav in some Kol Chav Gimel writes that Hatam de Ba'akirazu Chalei Kavod L'Shchina Vahinu Liyamin Ashchina She Yismala Adam. You have to realize that whatever's on your left side, if you view yourself as if you're facing the Shchina, it's on the Shchina's right side. So you pick up your left foot as a cover to the Shchina to give honor to the right side of the Shchina. Nafkamina would be a lefty. Right. Well, what side would a lefty pick up first? The lefty, when he's running somewhere, might pick up his left foot first. So if he wants to look like he's not running away quickly, he'll pick up his right foot. Right. But if it's about the shechina, the shechina's a righty. Yes, we assume that we would uh, show the cover to the shechina on the right side, no matter no matter what you are. So that's what the Bira Lacha points out is the nafkemina between the two. There was also a fascinating ha'ara in Isha Yisrael in Perachav Gimel ha'ara Reish Tezvav. He writes that Ayinor Chaim Kufchav Gimel Sivkat Niralif. That where do we get this idea of Ekev Bitzada Godel that we go exactly one foot like back? So we learned from the Kohanim Ba'avoda. So he says, well, Nashim, women, aren't involved in the Avoda, so maybe they don't have this shear. They don't have to dafka walk this shear back. They could take smaller steps back. Interesting. Never heard of it. I don't know if women are not makvid to take three, the full three steps. So maybe women don't have to take three steps back. That's his uh, in the name of the Sefer, Orach Ne'eman, uh, that says such a thing. Um, the Mishabura about not enough space, by the way, is in Simkov Chav Gimel Sivkat and Yud Dalid. Uh, now, just in terms of Kedusha, I just want to mention quickly, the, uh, in Simon Kuf Chafei, the Shulchan Aruch writes that when you stand by Kedusha, your two feet are supposed to be together. And the Ramah says, and you should pick up your head, Lamarum, Yisapanam Enayim Lamarum, you should pick up your eyes, Lamarum, Apai, when you say Kedusha. And also, Minanin Gufan Vinosnosan Mina Aretz, that you lift your body off the ground. And that you don't speak in the middle of Kedusha. Now, what's this about? That you uh, lift your body off the ground? So, uh, so the Mishabur explains that Hashla Kasav Shekabala Biyado Sheyarim Gufa Vaakeva Lumala Bibaruch Vyimloch Kimabukadosh. Not just in Kadosh Kadosh, but also in Baruch Kavod and in Yimloch, that you pick up your feet off the ground. Now, Mishabura writes that what's this based on? It's based on the Medrash Tanchum and Pasha Sav that talks about Bishtayim Ya'ofeif Mikan Tiknu La'uf Al Ragov Bishosha Omer Kadosh. That Dafka the Medrash makes a mention of Dafka picking up your feet when you say Kadosh. So the Magan Avram just points out this does not mean to jump. It means to lift up the heels of your feet to step up on your toes. But he says those who jump and are kovtsim, that is uh, that is incorrect. However, he says the uh, El Yerabe and many other achronim are miyashiv those who have the minug to jump, and minug Yisrael Toruhu, if that is in fact their minug. 
But he says when that's not the minag, it's pasha that you shouldn't do that because it's going to cause everyone to make a mockery of you and to laugh at you. You're going to be the one guy jumping during uh, during kedusha. The Aruch Hashulchan says that he, the way he understands the achronim, is that even when he said, what does Magen mean? Don't jump. Who jumps? He says no. Magen means that when you say kadosh, 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 it doesn't mean you go up and down three times. It means you go up and stay up. That's the whole discussion of whether you should go up and down three times or just go up and stay up. And that's what he thinks the Magen Avram is telling you to only go up once and not to go up three times. Okay, so that there are variant minhagim. Some people go up one time, some people, most people I think go up and down three times by kadosh, kadosh, kadosh. There is a minhag, I don't know if you can call it a minhag, a lot of people have the practice that when they take the three steps back up, they they lift up their toes also and go. They lift they lift up their heels. They stand on the toes also. They go up when they uh, when they when when they finish one esrei. So I couldn't find that in any sefer anywhere. I remember when I was in YU, I asked Rav Shachter um, what the source of that minig was, and he said, "What? I've never seen anybody do that." And it dawned on me that he davens in the front. He's the Rosh Shiva, so he doesn't get to see what anybody's doing behind him. So uh, so he's never seen anyone do that. But uh, someone suggested. That perhaps the that what that's based on is there is a, another halacha. Shulchan Aruch says that you're supposed to wait in your place when you take three steps back until the chazan starts kedusha, until the the chazan chazar shatz gets up to kedusha. That's when you're supposed to take three steps forward, and right at kedusha you're right away stepping up kadosh kadosh. Our minig is by nekadesh also. Really, nekadesh is not part of kedusha. It's what the chazan is supposed to say to get us to start saying kedusha. The kedusha is kadosh kadosh. But our minig is we also say nekadesh also, and we we go up on our feet then. So people that you know that turned into people bouncing up whenever they go up in front of and, and take three steps up, even when there's not going to be a kedusha. But it seems that that that's a minig tells us that that's uh, that's actually not a real a real minig. I think that more or less covers it. Okay, so we'll stop there.